Welcome to Our Street. Lynn Fisher here with my buddy Kurt Elder, as always. Hello, Kurt. Lynn, how are you doing this evening? Uh, we're, I'm doing great. Great. So survived another Mother's Day. Well, I well, I hope that survive isn't the uh, you know, isn't the <laughs> adjective. And that's no, not the no. operative word. Yeah, it was, yeah. No, it was, it was a good it was a good weekend for sure. Well, maybe not adverb, yeah. adjective, but yeah. Anyway, yeah. I, I hope your wife doesn't listen in, Lynn. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's. She was the one that did the surviving, I guess. But anyway, we have a uh, an old time friend of the show coming back here, um, Pat Anderson Safuentes. Hi, Pat. Hi, Lynn. Hi, Kurt. Hello. So, as some of you listeners know, and the, the the newer of you listeners don't know, Pat was one of the original founding members of our radio show here, Our Street, back about nine or ten years ago. And uh, Pat is with NeighborWorks, and she's been on many times since um, she left the show. So we can talk about NeighborWorks. She tries to leave, but we just keep bringing her back. That's right. So today, Pat, we'd like to ask you about and talk about something that NeighborWorks is doing that I thought was interesting. Uh, Kurt brought it up to my attention, that you have now a block party trailer, like a block party in a box, right? Yes, it, it, precisely. That's exactly what it is. Um, well, whose idea was this? Well, I'll tell you, we um, at NeighborWorks, we we like to not reinvent the wheel, and, and we like to borrow lots of ideas from our cohorts across the country. So this this idea actually came from our cohorts in um, Council Bluffs. And to start out with, they had... They had a lot more money than we have, <laughs> or they had. Um, they have a lot of foundations that donated towards their trailer. They were able to get a nice um, wrap for it. That those are pretty costly. Ours is uh, much scaled down. Um, we we thought it was a great idea though because it just makes there's so much organizing that goes into just doing a simple block party event and. You know, you have to get together a grill and and go to either gather up from several different neighbors' games or you go to your local parks and rec, um, whatever's close to you, and borrow from them the, all the games you want. And we thought, boy, and tables and chairs and, you know, it just, it, it takes a lot. And we thought, is it, as we borrowed the idea, as I said, from Council Bluffs, uh, and we thought, wouldn't it be nice to have that trailer that you just have to go pick up and it's all right there. Well, so that's, um, we had an opportunity, uh, church was, was selling their trailer and, and that's, that's exactly what they used it for. And they got their use out of it. So we were able to purchase, purchase it used. We, and then we added to it and added games and stuff to it. And, um, a grill and it's ready to go we we wanted to break it out last year um and then COVID hit so that was not the there was no we kept thinking well maybe at the maybe in the middle of summer maybe the end of summer maybe fall but you know something 2020 just stayed with us first it's still with us isn't it so it is. so pat how many times has it been used so far it has not been used yet. We're oh, okay. We're breaking it out. Um, Brand new one. Breaking news. Yes. All right. I think 
I think we're pretty safe. Um, June is when we're, we're going to really start announcing it during Neighbor Works Week um, and breaking it out then. So. so nobody's even scheduled to use it yet? No, no one knows about it yet. Wow. Um, well, so, the, so your your listeners are the are the first. Okay. Hear so, this. So, and, so, so if I could build into this a little bit, just before we get too far down this road, you know, when we do block parties or or just you know no national night out back in you know August or whenever, just as you were saying, Pat, getting tables, chairs, everything in line, you know, this this trailer isn't replacing a lot of that, you know work that we do with say like some of those groups i don't know if i can say names but you know some groups have their own grills they they bring in hot dogs and things of that nature they can still come but just they don't have to haul their own stuff in they can just use this and and still be that contributing partner to the whole neighborhood right Mm -hmm. excuse me as i went horse yeah well i i I know a lot of um, neighborhoods also like to do block parties and and you know it just gets to be a bit much organizing it and we just thought this this just makes it so simple to get people together um and if you would like to go on our website at nwlincoln.org and go to the community building box and then there's a drop down for the block party trailer and it actually has all the information you'd ever want um and it it's all encompassing so if if you want a to do a block party on your block and close off the street. There's a link to um, the city permits that you'll need. If you want to do haul it to a park, there's there's a link to the to the permits at the park that you'll need. Um, and then there's citywide, um, for example, we're going to be doing an event on um, June 8th at, at the hub and Jane Snyder Trail and we'll haul the haul it over there and and there's uh special permits sometimes in public spaces that you need so all those links are are there on our website along with application so so when you go ahead go, go ahead, ahead Lynn. so when you get this this uh, up and going and people want to take advantage of neighborhood associations or other organizations do you have guidelines as to who's eligible to be able to utilize the this this uh, resource anyone is we we ask for a fifty dollar deposit and um the fee is twenty dollars and of course the deposit is refundable um we just want to make sure sure that we get everything back um yeah anyone can even business we have a business charge of 150 dollars if businesses want to want to borrow but but um churches could use it you know, for summer picnics and or whatever they want. Um, yeah, anyone. All right. So, private groups. So, so I haven't seen the trailer yet, and perhaps on the I'm sure it's on the website. But this trailer could perhaps accommodate a gathering of how big are we thinking about? Are we thinking about like, you know, a block face? Are we thinking a bit more? Are we thinking under twenty, above twenty people? It could. Uh, I'm trying to remember how many um, tables and chairs we have. If you have everyone bring their table, their own chairs, sure. it would you could accommodate probably, I don't know, fifty oh, wow. to a hundred. So, but it's um, probably thirty to fifty is the more average. 
So you've got but a it grill. can certainly accommodate more. You've got a grill, tables and chairs, and games. You mentioned. Mm-hmm. What What else is in there? Do you know? Cleaning what, supplies uh, or. Uh, no, we don't. We yeah, don't. Think. Although, um, of, of course, we're just coming out of winter, so we didn't store any of that in there. <laughs> but we've, yes, that would. I think we probably will put cleaning supplies in there before it's. So, so the out. web. So the website tells you how to do it and what to do as far as permits and that sort of thing. And then, I, are there suggestions on? on how to organize a, a, a block party there as well on the website? No, there is not. Okay. There is not. But I believe what? that there is some other guidance, perhaps on the city's webpage, uh, lincoln90.gov slash urban, on, 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 on that issue. So if we could link those two together, perhaps that might be, you know, just a nice win-win for everyone. So, Pat, tell, tell us, tell our listeners, why... Is it important to have a block party? What's the motivation, the purpose, and the goal for, for uh, if you're a small neighborhood, why would you want to have a block party? To get to, to get to know your neighbors. And after the year we've had with COVID, um, people are so ready. I've had a couple of outside meetings and, and <laughs> it's easy for people to get off off subject, I've noticed because they just want to converse. They just want to have like a normal conversation because we just haven't um, had a lot of that in the last year. I mean, you know, when you're on a Zoom meeting, you can't you can't do that. One person can speak, and there's communication has suffered a lot in the last year. So it's people are just really ready to get out and and see other people and meet other people, reacquaint with old friends and and be together again, connect. So it's the, so when we think about block parties and I've thrown a couple and, and whatnot, but if it's just still only one person, you know, going, doing all the permits, you know, getting everything organized, that's still, that's still an effort. And while one person can do it, and this makes that a lot easier, you know, having someone or just a small group of people just to do this event with is still really important. Would you agree with that, Pat? The more oh, that yeah. you can bring together, the easier it's on everyone, makes you more willing to do it again within the future. And mm-hmm. so... Whether well, it can always be the the person that gets assigned uh, to make the flyer and several people to go out and post the flyer and someone that organizes the food committee... I mean, there's always lots of things for multiple people to do. So other aspects of a block party, of course, would be, you know, permits, just as you had said, that's always fun to go through. And if you close off the city streets, uh, that's a pretty harmless process. It just takes a little time, but it's the promotion of block parties. So let's say that you had, you know, two to four friends and you want to have a party, get to know your neighbors, or just, you know, have a, have, have a celebration for whatever reason, 4th of July, it's not blazing hot out, whatever the reason what's the best way to promote block parties that you've experienced and then, you know, ways that you've done it yourself? For neighborhood associations, of course, they'd use their Facebook or anybody could use Facebook. Um, Neighbor to neighbor and is always good. Um, 
I remember one time that I got a, a sticky pad note. I went to a local printer and they get like a sticky pad know of like you know mm-hmm. of like you know a hundred sticky notes and they will custom print messages on it so you just walk down the street and sticky note on everyone's door and <laughs> you don't know who's going to show up but you've invited them and, and and sometimes that's just you know you know you know low tech easy ways just to get your message out yeah or yeah postcards um a lot of times people will walk around with rubber bands and so they can, because the, the wind often blows flyers away. Yeah. So I like the sticky notes because um, those will those will often stay. Although I suppose the wind could take it. Our wind, the wind anymore, the way it blows could take. Oh sure. Yeah. Takes about everything. But block party wise, my last question is on this: Is it better to have a community partner come in and you know, provide? hot dogs and burgers, you know, one of the local grocery stores or one of the local, you know, common businesses that, that supports these, these efforts, you would be able to, you know, reference them if they contact a NeighborWorks Lincoln. But there's that method, but then there's also just the broader potluck method. Within the idea of, of this trailer, both work just combo. fine. You know, or, or just a combo. Um, mm-hmm. But what are ways that... I think it's always... Yeah. I'm glad you brought that up. I think there's always an opportunity when you do get together like that to involve um, local businesses because a lot of times they don't know what what efforts are being made in the neighborhood and and most local businesses are are very supportive. Um, don't you know if it's a small business don't don't expect a huge donation but <laughs> but um, that all of them I found, especially the smaller the business, that um, they're always willing to give something, whether it's packaged cookies or ice or hot dogs, whatever. Um, right, and it's the... Uh, you're willing to give. You know, I, I'm sure it's just, just, just the last things that I always think about is, you know, as long as you have the conversation up front about what kind of block party that you want to have, you know, you know, what kind of music do you want to play? Are, is it mm-hmm. going to be kid friendly? Is it going to have alcohol involved? And so those are just discussions to have up front, and then you know, and just move forward. And, and the reason I bring that up is, if you have a block party trailer, is there the possibility that a speaker system might be added to it later, or is that just asking for too much trouble too soon before you know how it's really used? Well, I'll tell you. What, let's let's take a quick break. Okay. Oh, sorry about that. We are at that time. Yeah, and then when we come back. Let's uh, we'll we'll dig into that aspect of the uh, of the, the future for the trailer, and we'll continue to talk to Pat. So don't go anywhere. We'll be back in just a couple of minutes. Welcome back to our street. Lynn Fisher and Kurt Elder uh, talking to an old friend, Pat Anderson Sofuentes. She's come back to the uh, show to visit us and talk about NeighborWorks and the new block party trailer resource that NeighborWorks has uh, acquired to make available to organizations, neighborhood associations, and other folks that want to have a block party or put together a, a gathering. And it's a, it's a trailer with tables and chairs and games and a grill. And we're, we were talking just before the break, Kurt mentioned or asked about the idea of, or the possibility of a PA system being added to that, uh, that uh, grouping of items in the trailer. So Pat, have you thought about that? 
Yeah, there will. Well, at this point, there's not going to be a PA system. Like I said, we were on a shoestring budget sure. when we purchased it. Um, so for the first summer, I think we're just going to see how it goes and 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 um, we'll devise a survey for everybody that's used it so we can kind of get a feel for what, what else is needed to make it better. Before we go too much further on, during the break, Lynn had you know, brought up as something that he wanted to talk about in relation to this. But before we go further with this, you know, sometimes new ideas take a little hand-holding just to get going until people see it out in the community and it moves forward. Are you working with uh, neighborhood leaders to you know, do a, a marketing blitz of saying, like, we have NeighborWorks Block Party Trailer. Come check it out. Come meet your neighbors. Are you having certain members of the neighborhood staff or community members just just supporting it and it's and it's blossoming or 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 is it going to be you know this is a great tool and resource we hope you use it. Well, I, I don't know if you guys were outside yesterday or today. It's still a little cool. Um, <laughs> and yes, um, during NeighborWorks Week, the first week of June, will be. Well, it will be out at, at a couple of different events. And as I said, the, the June Jamboree on June 8th um, will be a housing fair. Housing is um, on a lot of people's minds right now as rents are going up. The And if you're purchasing a house, the housing market is absolutely crazy. And and so we want it. We want to. It's been a long time since we've had a, an actual housing fair event so there's going to be food and and a band so um it'll be nice to come and get some information and have a little dinner listen to a band enjoy the the nice weather in june and and see what the block party trailer is all about so that where is that going to be held uh pat it will be at the jane snyder trail center Right. Okay. And this June is, 8, 5.30 to 7.30. And is, is this different than perhaps the annual Juneteenth celebration or is it a combination or something different? It, well, Juneteenth will will follow. Okay, just want to make sure. Yeah. Now, um, is that, Juneteenth is actually on the ninth. Well, the celebration of Juneteenth is on the 19th. At Thank you. Trago. So uh, the Jane Snyder Trail, uh, that's in... That's in uh, Union Plaza, the park? Yes, 20, 21st and Q. 21st and Q, okay. Mm-hmm. And, Next to the and hub. That, and that's a NeighborWorks event, is that correct? Correct. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's really interesting. So it's the housing fair. What what kinds of uh, resources are gonna be there and information? You have food and a band, but uh, in regards well, to housing, what do you have? We'll have our our um, our cohorts across from across the city bring information you know usually that's legal a i'm i'm not sure who all is committing at this point but um hopefully legal aid Appleseed, community action program um center for people in need uh, the focus is is really on renters okay all right very good so, so my last question related to the trailer because our listeners know that i'm just a big old data guy as persons and groups take the trailer out and, and, and commit to doing you know, good work within their own neighborhoods, businesses, what kind, of, what kind of information are you wanting to collect back that, that you can then you know, present to funders, donors, whomever to say, 
look at what this asset can do and there's a need for it. Or, or we have these things that might make it better. What are you collecting in, in a broad way to make that happen? If you are. Stories and pictures. All right. Pictures tell a, um, tell a story much, much more succinctly. So it's, that's what we're going to ask of, in return for the trailer. Well, uh, I have a perhaps a, a a tool from the city side that might be able to facilitate some of that and, and make that a bit easier on everyone involved. But I'll share more with about that yeah. with you later. But Lynn, you okay. you you had a you had a story about a, a neighborhood block party that you did, and if you could walk us through about some of the challenges that sure. you experienced and then then how how that experience then helped the neighborhood move forward. Yeah, I'll be happy to. Uh, I'm on the board uh, and former president of the College View Neighborhood Association. And uh, in the past, we've had some really big blowout uh, parties, and we usually did them in the fall. We haven't had one for for a handful of years. It's a lot of work, and we kind of burned out some of our folks. So that's another aspect of of this uh, whole challenge is is you know trying to do that on a, on a regular basis but we had uh, we had the college view neighborhood association um college view fair we called it and it was quite quite a big deal we actually were able to close off uh south 48th street from uh calvert to prescott which is uh or yeah from calvert all the way down to prescott which is a busy street as you probably all know and that was it was on a sunday but still it was uh, it was a big deal to get the city to agree to allow us to close off that much of the of the street and what the reason we wanted the street closed off is we had a car show so we actually invited uh, one of the uh, local car clubs to have a car show on the street uh, at the same time that day we had the farmers market going and uh, next door to our event. Uh, so we, we made sure and coordinated that event with ours. And that was really a great draw as well. And then the College View businesses all participated and we had a scavenger hunt where people had a, a, a card uh, with business names on them in the, in the form of like a bingo card. And they could go to businesses and get stamps. And when they got their stamps filled out on the card, they could come back uh, and and uh, and participate in a drawing for pl- for prizes. Mm-hmm. We gave away bicycles. Uh, Union Bank was able to donate some money for for us to get a couple of really nice bicycles, plus many 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 door prizes that the local businesses donated as well. So we we had a lot of fun that way. We invited uh, some musical performers. We had people from uh, from the local schools to perform. Uh, some of the music schools that are in that neighborhood uh, had some students perform, and then we even paid for a um, a children's musical entertainment group to come, oh, and uh, and they they performed and entertained kids, um, and then we had booths of all kinds on the uh, campus of, of Union College. We had people that were there for representing different organizations, different businesses. So it was it was a big deal. I mean, we we spent a lot of time putting it all together. We had to buy insurance, so the challenges were many: uh, permits, insurance. We had uh, bounce houses and uh, those sorts of things for kids 
So there was a lot of expense and cost, but through donations and through um, other types of resources that we were able to put together, um, it, it turned out that it was uh, self-sustaining. We didn't have to uh, worry about funding because it really kind of uh, funded off. it. Yeah. So, so we did that, I think, three years in a row. And uh, and it worked out very well. We sold advertising for for um, for our flyers, and and were able to gather some uh, some resources well as well to help. So between donations and resources that were donated, it was a, a very successful series. We ran it for three years, but then the challenge arose that the people who helped put this together uh, put a lot of work and a lot of time and a lot of effort in. And they kind of got burned out uh, after the third year. So, so we uh, took a break from that, and we, you know, kind of tuned things back a little bit and uh, did some smaller events. And uh, I would love to be able to do that again uh, on some, you know, a scale similar. And uh, now that COVID's over, maybe that's something that our neighborhood will be starting to work on, and perhaps even tap into the block party trailer to help do that. What I, what I really enjoy about that story is that, you know, it just gives the breadth of what, you know, you want to do. If you want to, you know, invite your, you know, five, six neighbors down down the street and just, you know, get together, hey, easy. You know, that's just, you know, a little coordination if you want to go large and, you know, and make something really, really engaging like, like, like lens events. That's great. That's fine. But, Len, you brought up a really interesting point, and I would like to ask uh, – Pat about this, the topic of insurance. Uh, so, if someone wants to get the trailer from you, of course they have to probably be twenty-one. They have to have their own, you know, you know, car insurance. But do you, uh, do you require the group taking that uh, equipment to have their own insurance policy? We have we have insurance. Oh, wonderful! To cover well, there it, you so, go. Yeah. Um, yeah. At this point, they don't have to provide extra insurance. Um, we shall see as time goes by if, if we're good with that. But, um, you know, what, what Lynn was talking about, Everett used to do a festival also. And um, we had a, a church that that carried a lot of the work um, because Everett's pretty small. We couldn't do it. But it, it, it grew into a large event like what Lynn was describing. And... Upco University Place also had several years where they did a week of events. Oh um, they did that for like three years. And they had a car show, a movie, car show, movie night, art, art on the street um, where they blocked out the street. So it, yeah, it, it can, it can get, people like to join in and, and it can get overwhelming. Um, it's good to know. That, that, that there's resources when, out when there. When that comes, you know, when, where's your breaking point? <laughs> so, uh, so before you pull back before you break. <laughs> before we get to the breaking point, to our listeners out there hearing about this resource, that there's this trailer with no, 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 no things inside that can make you know some connections easier, just to you know grease the wheels. If they're still worried about you know not having the right tool set or feeling a little lost they can still reach out to NeighborWorks for a little guidance, correct? Sure, sure. Well, all right. We'll try. We'll try so as, Pat, as best. Pat, as, as usual, before we finish up, please give our listeners, if they don't know, 
uh, information about how they can go to the website, what the website is, and other ways to contact you or anyone at NeighborWorks if they'd like to find out more about your organization, about the trailer, and, and uh, like, for example, the June 8th housing fair. Kind of give us the, the lowdown, if you would, please. NeighborWorks Lincoln, um, so, so that's at nwlincoln.org. And the events that we've been talking about are under community building. Um, and also, if you check into our Twitter or Facebook account, then then you can stay updated with the events that way too. And very good. If they wanted to contact you directly at NeighborWorks, how, what's your number there? It's, well, we're not in the office. The office number is 477-7181. Um, there's usually someone in, we're not all back quite yet. But they but can get a message too. Email is, yeah, they can get a message. Well, wonderful. Well, very good, Pat. Thanks again for coming on the show. As always, great to see you and hear you. Mm-hmm. For our listeners, I can see her, but you can't. <laughs> and uh, so, so stay well. Here. 